for me, it was just, okay, if, if this man care enough about a child that I haven't even met, <laughs> right? I, I have to keep him in my corner because I've, at the time I was 28, 28 years old. And so 28 years of living, smoking for 10 years. I started smoking at the age of 18. Um, smoking for 10 years, no one has ever cared enough to say, hey, you know, if you continue to go down this path that that's not going to put you in the position that you want to be in, then I can no longer be in your life. Hey, family, you got to go to the website and check out Jack Design, just everyday creativity. I've known John Cook since he started this company at 14, but I've known him his entire life. He's been an artist his entire life. He's just 15 years of age. And just everyday creativity or Jack Design isn't just an apparel company. It's an action. It's an attitude. It's an attribute. Because this young man puts his heart and soul into the apparel that we get a chance to wear. Whether it's the Empathy Collection, you feel me? I love that piece. Or whether it's the Masterpiece Collection, the one I'm rocking right now. Go check out the website. Don't forget to put Don't Quit 22 in the checkout and get a discount. Jack Design. It's impossible to stop a man or woman who will not quit. We Won't Quit podcast is designed to help entrepreneurs who are feeling stuck by limiting beliefs and procrastination. That's right. You're going to hear stories and lessons from incredible people who've overcome setbacks to comebacks because they have the mentality and they refuse to quit. Your host is none other than Mike Hughes, mailman to millionaire, the storyteller and leadership mentor, helping you shift and grow in your entrepreneurship journey. Tune in to these episodes to get real stories from real people who've had real success. Let's get it started. Let's get it started. Are you ready? Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Welcome to the We Won't Quit podcast. I am Mike Humes. I'm excited as always uh, because you're with us and you get a chance to hear uh, from some amazing people who have accomplished amazing things and embody my quote that it is impossible to stop a man or woman who will not quit. And I have two of my uh, my close friends here with me today. And uh, and this this may happen often because the conversations I get a chance to experience with these two uh, on a regular basis uh, have been life changing for me, especially in business, but more so in my personal life as well. So uh, definitely want to welcome to the We Won't Quit podcast, someone who you may have seen before, right? Mr. Martavius Hillman. Out of the Atlanta, Georgia area. That's your little, that's your little bow. Yeah, yeah, you do? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We just did a bow for those who are listening in, right? Uh, what was the bow about? No, thank you for having oh, me. Thank you for having me. Thank you, man. Well, say yes. that, man. Say okay. appreciate. I appreciate you for having me on the We Won't Quit again. Again. Yeah, yeah. thank you. You're going to be a regular, man. You ain't know that? I didn't. You didn't see your contract? No, sir. Okay. Yeah. Good stuff. Wow. Well, got to send it over to my attorney. So I send it to your mentor because yeah. that's the other guy who's here, Mr. <laughs> Alistair Edwards. <laughs> Uh, stair steps to success and sales and everything else in between. So I guess I need to follow the tradition. No, 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 no bowing, no bowing allowed, man. See, that's why you can't get your friends on camera because this is how they cut up. So for those who are listening in, we appreciate you. But I'm excited because uh, the conversations that we have on a daily, on a weekly basis have um, obviously impacted a lot of lives. It's led to uh, to a lot of success for a lot of people and including ourselves, but main, mainly uh, folks who have been able to you know, to take their business, their life to another level. And, and especially a lot of folks, man, who have been on the verge of quitting. I mean, we're in 2022, we're into a new year and, you know, everybody has the same soliloquy, the same mindset, new year, new me, right? This, that, and the other. But what does that really look like? You know, and I know just from conversations that we all get to have uh, what it looks like for us, you know, you, there's nothing for, you know, Mr. Hillman to call and and tell you, hey, this is what I'm going to do. Like, this is how it's going to look. This is, you know, this is the goal, man. Look, the first 90 days, first 75 days, you know, first six months, I'm going to help this many people. And obviously your track record of success and the, the trail that you've led uh, of individuals who've been able to not only earn a six-figure income, but just be able to have time freedom with their kids, be able to pay the bills on time, be able to earn a six-figure income when they never saw that for themselves. Uh and so I think one thing that that we all talk about more than anything is the importance of a mentor and that mentor mentee relationship. And then, uh, you know, what's the difference between being a mentor and being a coach, mm-hmm. you know, and how that plays into your level of success? Yeah, um, I'll, I'll say, you know, you need both. Right. Um, because that mentor relationship is different from that coaching 
relationship. When when I met Mr. Edwards, I thought he was going to be a coach, right? Someone that was going to coach me to the success that I that I wanted, that I saw for myself. But it quickly turned into a mentorship uh, for me because it was beyond business. My family became his family. My son became his nephew, right? right? Mm-hmm. And and it was more than just the success. It was hey, now what you're going to do with the success that you have. Now, what you're gonna do for your for your son? I mean, he just sent me a video today and was like, "Do some research on this and let's let's get this set up for for my nephew." Wow, you know. So, when it comes to coaching, coaching is hey, this is business. We're gonna talk about business and that's it. Like that's the coaching mentality. Um, when you look at sports, right? You your coach is coaching you in your position on the field or on the court, right? But when you look at that mentorship, it, it goes beyond the, the surface. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I heard it said one time that mentorship is men touring each other's lives, right? Yeah. Mm. And that's the good and the bad. So it's not just a coach is going to tell you how to get from here to there. Uh, but a mentor is going to tell you, hey, I made this mistake already. Yep. And this is where it led me. You know, mentorship is holistic. I always say the coach will tell you how to get there. The mentor is telling you why you need to get there. Strong, right? Yep. So it, it's the purpose behind the coaching. Mentorship gives you a a, a a deeper insight of why you're doing what you're doing. I may not be the one to tell you how to run the play, but I'll tell you the discipline of running the play and what it will mean for you in the long term. Right? So it goes past the game. Coaching is through the game, right? Mentorship is past the game. Mm-hmm. So it's taking you to a whole nother level. So that's why the coach is the person that's going to be for you, be there for you in the heat of the battle. Like the game is on today. Tell me what play I'm running, coach. Right. The mentor is the one that's getting you prepared for the game, but also giving you the recap of the game. You know, here's how I want you to be prepared to listen to your coach. So how do you differentiate the person that you're just going to coach versus the person that, you know, like Amar David Tillman, that you knew? I don't know. At what point did you know that this was someone that you wanted to take it a step further. You weren't just going to coach him to success in business, but in life, because I know some of the, the changes that he's made as a result of your mentorship. Uh, and it went past coaching. And, so, and, and as he said, it, it was deeper than, you know, his family, you know, so it's like changing because it, it affects his, his, his I, I, I kind of tell you when it changed, we were, um, when I started coaching him, right. One of the coaching things, everything that I've asked Martavius to do, he's never asked me why. He's just done it, right? So one, he was coachable, right? Right, And we took a trip to a convention in Orlando. And on the way down, he was telling me about, you know, I'm getting ready to have a son, da 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 da, da. And at the time, he was smoking probably, what, a pack a day? Probably, yeah. About a pack of cigarettes a day. He's just going to put you all out. I'm going to put him out there. Yeah, that's what I he I can does. put him out there because I know, what the, I, know what, I know where he is now. Absolutely. Right? right? And, and I remember thinking, why am I coaching this person to have financial freedom, financial success, but nine times out of ten, that habit will not allow him to truly enjoy it. Right? So I remember at the end of the event, we're getting ready to come back, and I pulled him aside. There were five of us on the trip together, and I pulled him aside before we got in the car, and I said, hey, look, um, I'm going to need you to make a decision. If you want me to continue coaching you, uh, you're going to have to quit smoking cigarettes. He says, because I refuse to create a success story that won't be here to help the son understand why they're a success. He said, excuse me? I said, you're going to have to. I said, I'm going to give you 30 minutes, 30 seconds. What did I say? 30 minutes? (laughs) 30 seconds. Yeah, I said, I'm going to give you 30 seconds to smoke your last cigarette if you plan to be coached by me. If not, just get in the car. You can smoke along the way and we'll part ways when we get to Atlanta. And I'll never forget the look he gave me. Like, you serious? And I was like, yeah, I'm dead serious. And he walked over to the side. And I've never seen someone smoke a cigarette. <laughs> like, this dude smoked that last cigarette. I mean, he savored every bit of that. that. It looked so good. I was like, well, maybe I should have smoked it. That's <laughs> <laughs> how he smoked that last cigarette. I was like, man, I might need to smoke it if it's that good. Right. And then I watched him crush that whole pack up and throw the rest of it in the trash. And he got in the car. He's like, okay, let's roll. So what, what did that do for you? What were you thinking in that moment when... Someone went from a coach to a mentor and cared enough. Because some folks are looking at it like, why are you in my business? Look, but what does this have to do with you helping me to become successful and make money? What, were, what was your thought process during that time? 
for me, it was I've never had someone care enough about my child to tell me to do something that's going to better him or her. At the time, we didn't know what it was, you know. So um, for me, it was just, okay, if, if this man care enough about a child that I haven't even met, <laughs> right, I, I have to keep him in my corner because I've, at the time, I was 28, 28 years old. And so 28 years of living, smoking for 10 years. I started smoking at the age of 18. Um, smoking for 10 years, no one has ever cared enough to say, hey, you know, if you continue to go down this path that, that's not going to put you in the position that you want to be in, then I can no longer be in your life. But he didn't just put it on me. He said, and this, this was his exact words. <laughs> if you're smoking by the time your son get here, just lose my number. We can, we can call a company. We can do a realignment, whatever. But I'm no longer coaching you. Wow. And I gave him the pack of cigarettes to throw away. And he said, no. That's your decision. You got to do it. It was a brand new pack of cigarettes. Spent $6.50 on that pack <laughs> of cigarettes. <laughs> I didn't want to throw away my $6.50. I, right. <laughs> so, but yeah, so in, in my mind, it was, wow, someone that cares enough, you know, to, to tell me. This path that you're going down is not going to put you in a position to enjoy. And I still still have it on my wall. He told he gave me the affirmation. He said, because I no longer smoked, I'm able to enjoy life with my son. I still have it on my wall. I say it every day. I see it every time I walk into my office. And here's the crazy thing about that story, because one, we didn't talk about it, because uh, you guys don't know how to talk about anything before episode except go <laughs> play around. I'm the serious one of this group. Um, true story, right? But... <laughs> But that that's a metaphor for any and everything in life. Yeah. Doesn't necessarily have to be cigarettes. It could be personal development. It could be any other type of addiction that someone has. Anything that is forcing them to, to not live their best life, to yeah. not live in a way where they can be their best self. And again, it's the beginning of the year. So folks are already new year, new me, new mindset. I got the same affirmation, same goals typically every year, make more money, lose weight or both, right? That's what 99%. But when you take it a step further, when you have a coach or a mentor and, and everyone's not going to be able to have a, a coach or a mentor or someone that they're going to, to, to have that's going to come into life to care as much as you obviously do and did to say that knowing that you could sever the relationship and not only sever the relationship, but the amount of income that was being generated, right? That comes in as a result of that. Uh, I mean, that said a lot. That says a lot. Yeah. Well, you know, after after, after doing this for so many years, I realized that it, it, the income means nothing if the person is not whole. Mm. Right? I've watched people make money and lose, lose money just as fast as they made it. Right. Right? It's all about your habits and whatever your habits are. Will will determine whether that money's of value to you or not. I mean, to to allow someone to earn more money that is a constant smoker is just allowing them to smoke more. If you don't break that habit, whatever your bad habits are, money only intensifies that. Exactly, and that's the key right there. Because yeah. you know, I know we're using smoking as the the metaphor, the analogy, because it was a real situation. Mm -hmm. But it can be anything. anything. Because it just makes you more who you are. Yeah, any yeah. bad habit can be intensified with money, and I would be, I would be creating a wreck. Wow. You, you know, I think I think people don't realize when you talk about being a mentor or being a coach, you are responsible not only for that person, but for their environment, the people. I mean, it's like a ripple effect. How, however good he becomes, uh, that well, that would be a blessing to his kids, to his wife, to his, you know, what I mean, to his family, or however bad he becomes because of my coaching, mm. will be a. I mean, I'm responsible. I'm indirectly responsible for his family. And and it's funny you say it's a metaphor because you you told me something after I had replaced my full time income and I was running for the next income. I was running to double and you said I can get you there. But if you're not the person that you need to be once you get there, you'll lose it all. So we need to work on you first. And that's when I started reading different books. You know, at first I was I always read you know, mental, personal development. But you taught me reading financial, personal development, becoming the person that can accept a six-figure income. Because as you just said, you know, you you get it. And if you're not that person, you can easily lose it. And I don't want it to be mistaken that 
you can find a mentor because if if you're not ready to be a mentee or to be mentored, right. you will lose the best mentors that you, that that you can have, right? And and I was blessed to be in the presence of both of you at a time in my life where I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know what was next. I lost my job. You know, I had a newborn for the first time and to be mentored by fathers and and businessmen like yourselves that was able to, like you said, tour me through that level of life of, well, how do I replace my income? How do I become a better father? How do I become a better husband? How do I become the man that deserve the success that's coming my way? Yeah. You know, I say it all the time. The student is actually more important than the teacher. The teacher can only be as good as the student is willing to be learned. You can only bring the best out of a teacher if the student is at his best to receive that information. So the more I see people suck up the information that's given is the more I want to give them information. It's easier for me to give you more information when you've already absorbed the information I've given you. And people always struggle and say, well, I didn't like the way she coached me. Or I didn't like the way he coached me. And I always ask, well, what? tell me what was the last three assignments they gave you that you completed. So it had nothing to do with the coach. It had everything to do with the student. If the student's not, how can I teach you step B when step B only builds off of step A and you didn't want willing to do step A? I just want to get now. I already know A. No, if you knew A, you wouldn't be coming to me to begin with. You think you know A. I need you to master A so I can properly tell you how to implement B. And how B applies to A. And how B applies to A. Right. So the student is everything. You have to be willing to be taught, willing to be mentored, willing to be coached, open to that before you can receive the information properly. And that's so true because, I mean, let's just look at from a, uh, a personal trainer standpoint. New year. Gyms are jam packed, right? You can't. It doesn't matter if it's a pandemic still, or if it isn't. Like gyms are jam packed. Like everybody, new year, new me, right? Everyone has that mindset, and so it's not hard, hard to find a personal trainer, yeah, because they're there and they they're giving this person some and that person some energy and this person some. Hey, no, raise your elbow this way. Hey, no, you got to tighten up your core and do this that, and the other. In a month or so, yeah. it's only this only. The strong will survive. So it is based on that student and their commitment to their goals. Whereas that that coach, that mentor can say coach or mentor, right? Depending on who that person is in your lives, where they can say to you, right, that that this is the proper way. Or let me take it a step further now. Now that you've done this and now that you know how to, to do this exercise or how to manage your money in this area or smoking, you've subdued that habit because that's what it is, right? The only way you can subdue a habit is with another habit, not a habit. Right. So now that you've subdued that habit, let me help you to, you know, become better in this area. And the, and and the student that rushes that process, the person that just goes into the gym and be like, look, I know I'm I'm behind, but I'm ready to go. And they overdo it. They're going to tear a muscle. (laughs) It's going to hurt. Absolutely. It's going to hurt. Right. Because they didn't follow the process. They didn't know the right way to hold it. Right. They get impatient with, well, why is he telling me to hold it this way? There's a reason. You know, it's like the movie um, Karate Kid when he talked about white. He's like, why am I waxing on? Why am I not realizing it's a technique? It's a defense technique, right? Mm -hmm. Right. But you have to go through that process. And and I think key to it for for students to understand, too, and and this is something that I still do to this day as a student and always will be, is be careful what you ask for, right? Don't ask until you're really ready. I've never asked for a personal trainer because <laughs> I know I'm going to go to the gym for the first day and be like, you know what? This is not for me. Hey, right? look, 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 look. And I tried to tell him, right? So we're in Mexico right. uh, the beginning of, uh, of last year. We're in Mexico. And, you know, we're working out with some friends. They're there. And I'm like, they work out every, every day. day. Right? This is, this is what they do. They oh, work out every God. single day. This is probably not the folks that you want to work out with. Trust right me. I learned the hard way. And, and, and he goes to work out with them. Self, Marty, and all that. I'm enjoying the steak. I'm enjoying the steak right now. I'm like, bro, I'm, I'm going to eat. It's all you can drink. I'm enjoying myself, right? The, the fruits of our labor. He came back so sore, bro. I went down to go work out with them, but when I got there, they had already done 300 push-ups. First of all, 300 push-ups is a whole workout for me. I, I, I need to understand why you need to do 300 push-ups, right. but that's a whole other podcast. Right. So, so, so I was so, like, it's crazy. it's crazy. So yeah, you're right. Let me ask this question though, because now that you've been mentored and coached, I mean, obviously. 
Uh, and I appreciate, you know, just uh, uh, what you shared thus far, Mr. Hillman. Now that you are a mentor, what is that? What is being mentored and now becoming a mentor, right? Because as, as a leader, a leader is only, uh, you're not leading if you have no one following you, right? I think it was John C. Maxwell who yep. said, mm-hmm. if you think you're leading and no one is following you, you're simply going for a walk, <laughs> yep. right? But now I've watched you mentor folks, right? And I've seen you, and personally, like you, you've helped folks who, who there's no financial gain uh, to become financially independent. As a result of seeing that done by, you know, Mr. Edwards, myself, and, and some of the other mentors that you have, how does, what's the difference now in how you deal with people that you're mentoring and coaching? Because for those who don't know, uh, Mr. Elman's background, uh, you know, he, he's doing well for himself and for his family. He works a job. He's, he has a career in, I don't even know what, what, you, what to say about his career. I don't know if his boss is going to see this podcast or not, but I hope they watch it, but uh, that we won't quit podcast. Make sure your boss is tuned in. Right. Uh, but in any instance, I just know that, you know, you've had success, you know, you make a, a really good income, right? Full time, but you've more than doubled that income, right? Put yourself in the top 5% money earners in the country on a part-time basis based on mentorship. Yes, sir. So how has that helped you to become a good coach? That's a that's a tough one. I I still challenge, you know, uh, struggle with that myself. Being the mentor, right? Um, because me, I I just want to pass them off. Hey, look, let me pass you <laughs> to the to yeah, me to where I'm at. You know, but you you taught me something, and you said your story needs to be heard. Right, Mr. Elvis told me your story needs to be heard. Right. It, it has to come from you. The, the person that needs to hear it is going to hear from you better than they hear it from any of us. Um, so I'm still a mentee. I'm still mentored by both of you. And be stepping into the mentorship for those that are following me, I, I'm be honest, I just steal what y'all say and I take credit for it. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> now, listen, I was, on a, uh, I was on a call. A Zoom invited me on with, uh, with a group of folks who's mentoring. And I thought it was going to be like a quick, you know, he's like, hey, can you jump on and just kind of share some wisdom? I get on, I, I gave it to him, like, you know, a nice, strong, here you go. He goes on for another 20 minutes afterwards. So he doesn't even realize the power of what he has. And I'm taking notes. Right. So so you're not stealing, you, you yeah, literally, because it's in you. And that's that's the key. You know, it, once you have a personal trainer, you go to the gym. Once you have someone or you and, and I think we all should have mentors in every area of our lives. Yes. Yeah. Right. Spiritual, mental, physical, emotional. I've said it before. Right. We have a I have a buddy who and his wife go to marriage counseling. Not that there's anything wrong. He says we go because we want to avoid anything being wrong. Yeah. yeah. And the first time I heard that, I was like, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all, y'all got some problems. <laughs> right. But it makes perfect, perfect sense. sense when you. Yeah. Look at that same analogy from the standpoint of going to the gym, that same analogy from, you know, I'm going to turn this this part time business into a six figure income. And now I'm seeing people turn it into a seven figure income, especially in a time when, when this world is just full of entrepreneurs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and you, you talk about, you know, him being a trainer is, is, is going back to the gym situation. Once you learn the proper technique. It's going to naturally increase the way you work out. Your workouts are always going to be better. Your teaching is always going to be better because you've done it so many times. You've gotten it from Mr. Hume so many times to where now it's just part of your DNA. So it's naturally for you to go in there and curl the right way without making a mistake or, you know, lift the right way or transfer the information the right way because you've done it so many times. You've done the reps. You know what? You just mentioned something. Did you mention me in terms of Mr. Hillman listening to me? But you're his mentor. You personally, you know, uh, uh, he, he came to you for coaching mm-hmm. and, and through your training program, to become a six figure and a shout out to, you know, stair steps to sales. If you don't have it, this might be a time to get it. Cause you produce <laughs> six figure earner after six figure earner. Really. And we'll, we'll have a link and I know you'll drop a discount for those here on the, we won't quit podcast. Look, I just made them drop a discount. Gotta look out for my, for my people. But you were smart enough to say, Hey, in the area that, that Martavis was looking to go, right. That's not your area. And to pass them on. So, so here's another thing I always, especially to those that are deciding to coach or be mentors, never fake it. Mm-hmm. You may know it, but if you know someone that knows it better or can do it better, allow that person to have that experience. 
But before you pass that person on, make sure that that person is qualified to be passed on. Mm. See, you and I have a great relationship. And I would never burn that relationship by putting someone under your tutelage that would stress you out. So he had to prove himself to me first by doing the things that I asked him to do, right? With no hesitation, getting the follow through to where I could say, okay, he's ready to go to a next level. But I'm probably not the person to coach him for that. There's someone better than me that can take him to that level quicker and faster. But I was I was very confident in saying he's prepared to be tutored by you. Like we've been friends, I don't know, 20 years. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. And I've passed very few people on to you. True. But there have been thousands that have said, hey, man, introduce me to Mr. Humes. Let me do a three-week. Can you get Humes to do a three-way phone call? Da, da, da. I get that all the time. I don't tell you about it. But they haven't passed the test to where I don't think that they deserve your time. Right. I got to do a better job, man. I pass your number on all the time. <laughs> I, I got to do a better job. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. I really don't. I really don't. I really don't. Hey, family, did you know that the things you say to yourself about yourself would eventually determine who you attract, and even what you attract for ourselves. You know, want to know where I learned that? I learned that from listening to the Self-Talk Experience podcast. Look, I'm excited because some of my mentors, Donnell and Tracy Self, have started a podcast that is exploding simply because they're shifting the way people think. I've been blessed to know this couple for about 25 years, and there's no way I would have went from mailman to millionaire if it wasn't for this couple. Look, I've watched them personally help dozens of individuals earn a seven-figure income, but I've also watched them help thousands of people shift the way they think inside of their family, inside of their marriage, inside of their household, inside of their their job, inside of their career, and change lives. And now, for free, you get a chance to experience what many have paid tens of thousands of dollars to experience. Go watch the Self-Talk Experience podcast. I promise you, your life will never be the same. But but that says so much because so often you, you got to protect the people yes. that, that bring value to your life. Your relationships. Like you gotta bring, you gotta protect those people because again, it's it's not just based on integrity, but it's based on you know, just just wanting to make sure that you secure that relationship yeah. or enough, you know, so that that person doesn't, you know. I'll say it for you, you know. Yeah, I, yeah you see me yeah, on yeah. <laughs> my you, podcast. Now I want to like <laughs> I'll say, say it for you. You know, you you have to protect that person's time because you need them to be the person that they need to be for you to become the person that you need to become. And if Mr. Hume, if Mr. Edwards would have passed me off to you and I would have taken you away from the person that you are becoming and have become within the time frame that I've known you, then how would that mentorship look for Mr. Edwards? Right. Uh, it it would have been, he wouldn't be at the level that he's going to now. If I would have took you away from where you were going. Right. So you, we have to be willing to protect. I am. We said all the time, protect your leadership. Right. I, I'm I'm a firm believer in it. I don't mind saying it. I'll say it with confidence. Protect your mentors. Right. Because if you need them to become that that example. Right. I know that for a fact. What would you say to someone who doesn't have mentors right now? Like someone who I mean, because we talked about mentorship, we talked about coaching. Again, we're into a new year. It's never too late. Listen, it could be the last day of the year. It's never too yeah. late to find someone uh, to mentor you. How did you go about that process? I know for us, I mean, obviously we we came upon a business right. that allowed us to, which was incredible, that allowed us to to get mentored at, I mean, on the cheap, right? <laughs> at the, at the, if I know what I mean, really, if I knew right. then what I know now, like yeah. as much money I spent It's a personal years, development uh, course all within itself. Right. Yeah. Right. If I knew then what I knew now, where I spent five years in college, you know, I, I didn't get to graduate from FAMU like this guy over here. Me right. neither. Right. So I think we talked about that on your episode, right? right? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, go back and watch the episode. Best three. university ever. Watch anyway. episode three. <laughs> but, you know, I spent five years in college and it was thousands and thousands, tens of thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. I spent literally a few hundred bucks. <laughs> to get mentored by folks who made a seven figure income. Now I was ready to be mentored. Like I was coachable. I was, and and maybe we should talk about that because there are three things that I think you need to be mm-hmm. in order to, to qualify. I was about to say that. Yeah. Yeah. Three things that you need to do. 
Yeah, you right. def you definitely have to be ready to be coached, right? right? So, um, and I think what impressed me most about Mr. Hillman is he reached out to me. So, out of the blue, I get a phone. I was actually getting ready to fly out of town. Yep. And I remember getting a phone call. So it had to be on a Thursday, I think. I was getting ready to leave that Friday. Mm -hmm. And um, he says, you don't know who I am, but I definitely want to sit down and meet with you. I want to you know, want to be mentored by you. And I was like, uh, well, first, I don't know you. So <laughs> let's schedule a meeting. He told me where he lived. I says, well, I'll meet you halfway. He said, no, I'll come to you. I was like, okay, check. Wow. Check so, he box came, number so he came to you. And we lived two hours apart, damn mm -hmm. near, right? Yeah. So yeah. it was like. No, I'll come to you. So he met me at a Starbucks, and, and the whole time, I was watching how he absorbed the information. He was intentional about hearing what I was saying. Um, he asked great questions. And that's when I knew, okay, this is someone that is serious about what they want. Right. And so uh, it, was, it was a privilege to be like, yeah, let's go. Right? So I, I mentioned earlier the three things, and I don't want folks to, to I don't want to leave that hanging. Right? You got to be coachable. Mm -hmm. Right. You got to be willing. Right. You got to have a burning desire. Right. Willing, coachable and a burning desire. Right? Those are three things that yeah, you got to be hungry. Right. Yeah, that's four. I'm hungry right now, actually. Uh, but you got to be willing, coachable. and You got to have a burning desire. Like if you are lacking in any of those areas like you could be coachable, but you're not willing to go from step A to step B. You could be uh, willing, but you're not coachable to, to, to do this out of the other. Or you don't have a burning desire. You mm -hmm. think you want what you don't really want. Yeah. Right. I think I want to to drop 25 pounds, but I also think I want to hit Houston's while I'm in town and get that <laughs> Hawaiian ribeye. Right. right. <laughs> so, so I got to figure out. I mean, you know, it, it, so it's a certain yeah. you know yeah. mindset that goes into it. Yeah. Um, um, two parts. One, understand this. This is. I'm blessed. I will say that to have two mentors that I can call on the phone. All day, every day, I can. I showed up to Mr. Edwards' house without him even knowing. Like you, you and you drove to Tennessee. I drove to Tennessee. Like, look, <laughs> call, he lives so far out in, in the state of Georgia. For those who are listening in, it we call it Tennessee. Like right. we just got it. I just fly there from from Maryland. So. <laughs> I don't even go to uh, Hartsfield now. I just I'm just gonna you fly know, into. <laughs> you know, you you came. You invited me to Mr. Edwards' house. I didn't call and say, "Hey, I'm coming to your house." I just popped up, and he was like, "Oh, wow, you're here." You know, so I'm blessed. Thank you. I understand that, but don't think that's the only way to be mentored. Like I'm, I'm still being mentored by the late great Jim Rohn, still right. being mentored by the late great Zig Ziglar, right? I'm still being mentored by Les Brown. They don't even know my name, right? So until you're ready, willing, right, coachable, and have that burning desire, go get it, right? From the We Won't Quit podcast, you can come here. Get mentored by some amazing people, Mr. Humes, hosting some amazing people that have accomplished amazing things. And you can get that mentorship. And then once you have the three things, reach out. Find the person. And the reason why I said I'll come to you because I was like, hey, if you waste your time, waste my time, I don't want you to say I owe you gas money. Let me come out there. If I don't like what you say, I get back in my car and go home. On my way. Hey, oh, question, question. So when you did meet him, he was late, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was exactly. 15 minutes late. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. he had you come all the way out to him and he oh, was late. But here's the thing. You know there was a test, right? No, he but here's the thing. Like, like he was he lived 10 minutes away from the Starbucks. I know. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. It was a test. <laughs> he tried to see if you were gonna wait around. Yeah, I he, waited. He passed the test. He passed the test. I waited. It wasn't a test. Yeah. I just wanted to add that. He was late. <laughs> nah, it probably was a test. But, but, but here, sure. here's the thing. Make sure you were serious. This is what Mr. Edwards don't know. As while we was talking, I was I just want to know that I want to work with him. I knew the, the company, the services, I wanted it. Yeah, but was he the person? And I think 10 minutes in, I was like, yeah, yeah, let's let's do it. I, I want this so, mentorship. That's so key as well, man. That's a bar. Because you can be in the right place at the right time, but you got to be the right person. Yeah. You can be the right place at the right time, but you got to be the right person. So sometimes we're looking to be mentored by someone, and we're not the right person. Right. You know, you mm -hmm. knew you were. Yes, so that's why you were interviewing him just like he was interviewing yeah, you. It was both ways. Yep. And that's why success is, yeah. is, is falling, uh, befalling you gentlemen the way it has. And more importantly, you've been able to create it. Uh, and I know 2022 is, is already starting out uh, reciculous, right? And that's going to be, gonna be a great year. Oh, man. It's going to be a great year. Yeah. I mean, there's someone watching right now, and this is what, I, this is what excites me, is I know there's someone who's listening in, whether it's you know, on, on different streaming platforms, 
on their way to work like I was years ago, frustrated, broken, constipated, right? All three, right? Just, 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 <laughs> like, just hit me hard, man. I mean, for real. That, that's too much information. No constipation in there. Okay. Frustrated, broken, constipated. It was just it was bad, right? On my way to the post office and job, I, I, I loved when I started, but I was in a building of 400 people and, and the majority were negative, right? What I love most about what we get the chance to do is there someone who's listening that's just like I was, you know, who, who's trying to figure out, you know, the, the, the conversations that are going on in their head are telling them that they're not worthy. Yeah. Mm. The conversations that are going on uh, at work are telling them that this is all you qualify for. And <laughs> some of those folks are qualified. It's a six figure income, but they know they deserve more time with their kids. And the beauty is we now have all of it, mm. right? Where we could just decide on any given day, I'm going to fly in. Hey, Let's meet up here. I'm blessed to have friends that just show up, you know? I must be paying for lunch today. But man, there's someone listening in there. I know uh, it's trying to figure out what's next for them. And I know they're 2022, and this is what I was getting at. It's going to be totally different. Totally. Just like mine. Like, you couldn't have told me that I was going to meet someone through my mom, from mm. them selling her a product, me trying to chase them down to get her money back and whatever else they had in their pocket, right? That was going to lead to, that was me at the time, that was going to lead me to being able to retire 26, you know, earn a six and seven figure income and then mentor dozens of people to be able to do the same. There's no way you could have, I could have predicted that. There's no way you could have told me that that's how the story was going to go. And I know there's someone listening to watching that's going to have a similar, if not greater story because of the year we're in, the time we're in, mm. what disruptive innovation has done, uh, you know, that, that, that don't have to throw away the cigarettes just yet. They just haven't been told by anyone. So you smoke for 10 years and no one cared enough to tell you that, hey, that's not going to be good for your future child. I mean, I'd be wrong if I didn't say my dad was like, hey, man, I wish you would stop smoking. Right? He, he did. Right. It was never put in a way of care. You know what I'm saying? And and nothing against my dad. He did. He's married to my mom who smoked for the last 40 years. Right. Um, so, man, it's just what you were just saying. Thinking back to 2019, 2020, um, the day that my son was born, I was in Savannah. I made it home because I, I told my boss where he can shove that uh, <laughs> that handheld. Um, so, wait, where was, where was your son was born in? in- Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta, Georgia. You in Savannah, Georgia. Georgia. Yep. And how far away is that? Three and a half hours. Three and a half hours. And I and why I go back to that time is because I told my boss, I said, Hey, you know, we just went to the doctor last week. I don't think I'm gonna be able to travel next week. And he said, No, you have to be there. I was like, Oh no. I don't want anybody to miss this. Come up. Okay, I'm sorry. No, yeah, good. I, I, good. I, I, I know where you're going. Yeah, I said it in your face. So. Yeah, and and I was like, I'm not sure if I'm if I'm gonna be able to make it. He was like, No, you have to be there. And I did it. I drove three and a half hours to Savannah, and then the next morning I get a phone call saying that she's been rushed to hospital, three centimeters dilated, and high blood pressure, and they're gonna have to do emergency C. And I had to get back on the road three and a half hours to come back. And where I'm going with this is like. We do it for somebody else's dream. My check was going to stay the same whether I went to Savannah or not. It wasn't going to it wasn't going to be different. So when I found the mentorship and I was asked to do something, my thought process was, well, I did it for someone else's last name. I can do way more for my own last name. And here's the here's the beauty of it, Mr. Humes. I put in less effort and made double the income. So I took the same greatness that I was doing 60, 70 hours a week and put it into 20, 30 hours a week with my name attached to it and doubled it. So when you say someone is driving right now thinking, I, you know, do I deserve the success? I know what that felt like. Someone telling, episode three, someone telling me that because I didn't have a sheet of paper, a college degree, and I'll never make six figures. I'll never be more than middle management. I'll never. I know what it feels like. And I go back to that moment as you were saying it. And, you know, my eyes getting watery because I literally 
accepted it. That's how I met you two. I accepted that I was not going to be making six figures. I accepted that I wasn't going to be driving a car. I wanted living in a house. I, I accepted it because I wasn't going back to school. I was not going back in $40,000 worth of debt for $40,000. Right? I wasn't doing it. It didn't make sense to me mentally. So I, I accepted that what I had was what I was going to have. So you said it. We're talking to, to, to you today. All, all you need is three things. Willing, coachable, and a burning desire. Here's what I love about that. We make that decision. It's your choice. It's your choice. And you can make it at any moment. Any moment. For free. <laughs> For free. It's your choice. Definition of choice, at least my definition, is the voluntary act of doing that which is preferred. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's voluntary. You choose. Yeah. Yep. And I heard someone say the best he says, if you think you can or you think you can, you're right. Right. Mm. You think you can or you think you can, you're right. Whatever you decide. If you think you can make six figures, you can. If you think you can't, you're right. You can't. It all starts with your mindset, right? And that's why being around people like you two and the people that we have the privilege of being around on a daily basis changes everything. It changes the entire game. It's, it's having the right people speaking to you daily. Mm-hmm. Not only that, not only speaking to you, but give you the example. See, it was the example of Mr. Humes that allowed me to say, oh, I can do this, mm-hmm. right? It was, it was hearing him at conventions before I even actually got to really be close friends with him, just watching him, the passion in which you shared your story, the passion in which you talked about being able to stay at home with your kids, knowing that I had worked 60 hours a week and missed time with my kids, mm. right? I was a great provider. I was a terrible husband, right? Because mm. I was always working. I mean, the bills were paid. But but emotionally, I was probably detached. You know what I mean? So, and that's what, sad to say, that's what 70% of the population is going through. If not more. You know what you say? You, you say we yeah. dig the ditch to what? We make the money. I mean, folks, they go to work to make the money. And that's a sanitation worker. We're talking from digging the ditch. But I make the money. I go to work to dig the ditch, to make the money, to buy the food, to gain the strength, to go back to work to dig the ditch. And you can input any occupation. It's a crazy cycle, man. Yeah. Any occupation. It's a crazy cycle. I go to work to deliver the mail, to make the money, to buy the food, to gain the strength, to go back to work to deliver the mail. Yeah. And, and I think that's what I love about what I do is um, one of my biggest regrets, and I, I have no shame saying it, one of my biggest regrets is not have been, being there to spend the time that I think I should have spent with my kids when they were younger because I was too busy earning the money to provide for them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think what I love most about what I do now is getting that parent home with their kids, right? Um, you know, I, I think about Catrice all the time. So, you know, we lost her at the age of 40, but she has two beautiful kids. And I was just looking at a text she sent me the other day. She sent me before she died. She was like, Mr. Edwards, I just want to say thank you. I was able to walk Chris to class today. Like she's been working as a teacher for years, but could never work her, walk her own child to class because she was so busy being in class for everybody else's kids. Mm. And I, I read her text all the time. Like I go back and read her text all the time because it reminds me of why we do what we do. To think that in such a short period of time, even while she was dealing with what she was dealing with, she was able to build a strong residual income for her family that they still live off of today. Right? It, it's, it's, we get to make a difference. And, 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 and in her situation, it was the same thing. She had been in the business for a while, and then she called me out of the blue one day and said, Mr. Edwards, I'm ready. What do I need to do to make my business? And, you know, even while she was dealing with cancer, she was number one producer in our state. Wow. Right? Wow. And she had made a decision. Wow. She knew what she wanted. And she had the right coach. Yeah. She definitely had the right coach and mentor. It was an honor. Yeah. Well, you've done it for a lot of folks, man. You've, you've coached, you've mentored. Chris and Joy, their lives will never be the same. Yeah. Uh, shout out to, to Bryce as well, um, simply because you put them in a position where they have a recurring income just based on the work that was put in. Uh, but on top of that, she was able to take her kids to school. She was able to retire at a young age and spend that time. And, you know, again, I don't want folks to think that it's all about money. <laughs> it's just about not quitting whatever it is that, that you know you're on the verge of greatness to accomplish what that, that dream that you have, you know, within you. So if it's going to take money to do it, then absolutely position yourself where you can get the money out of the way. If it's going to take whatever it's going to take, you know, the sacrifice, right? We know in our, in our heart of hearts, we know in our gut what that sacrifice is. 
sometimes we need a mentor or coach to pull it out. And uh, watching you two uh, mentor and coach is funny. Sitting here with the, you know, the, the, the coach of coaches and, and now the mentor who's coaching folks all over the country and uh, making great strides in every area. Uh, you, you, you know his goals for this year. You know about Tavis Hillman goals for 2022, man. Oh, he's, he's ridiculous. Yeah. I love that, listen, if I'd have had goals like that at I that time, it. man. I don't know what I, I was he telling you. He so he'll, he'll tell you. He he got, yeah, we're going to put it on him today. <laughs> I, I tell him, I said, whatever record I broke, whatever I did, I need him to do it at least exactly. half the time. And exactly. he's been doing it. Right? So it took me four years to get to six figures on a part time basis. He did it in two. Right? It, it took me six to get over 300000 a year. I need him to do it in his third year. Yes, right? And so it's. It, it, it's and not just because of the money, though. No, because. Because as you I, said earlier, money just makes you more who you are. I just need people to know it's possible. Exactly. It's for the example, yeah, right. It's it's so many people out there that think it's not possible. Right. I'm letting you know it's possible. And then it's for the money. No, I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm no, just serious. No. I'm serious. I mean, yeah, seriously. We hear it all the allows, time. That allows you to do the things and, and right. that, that you need to do. No, here's the thing. We we go to work for the money. Right. If they stop paying us, we won't go. Hey, it's something about eating is important to our kids, <laughs> man. Yeah, I mean, we 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 do a lot of things. Trust me, depending yeah. on your situation, they charge you for os- oxygen at the hospital now, too. So you better have some money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, well, I, I, one, uh, one of my mentors said, you know, money isn't everything, but it ain't right up there where. Right up there. It does. You know? it does. But like you said, it allows you to do the things that you want to do. Um, I mean, try to go a month without it. it. It allows you to do the things that you want to do. It, it allowed me to be home to see my son take his first steps. It allowed me to be home to hear my son say dad that for the first time. It allowed me to be home when my wife wasn't feeling well and I was able to take my son, you know, at, to, to another room or to my parents' house and, and, and the way, you know, so she can get better. It, it allowed me to, to be there during this time while she's uh, while we're expecting another one, right? You know, yes, so congratulations. It, 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 allows, it allows that. Um, how different would it have been if you were in another state? You were running regions. Like, you were running how many states at one Ten point? states Nine, in ten the southeast. States. How different would it have been to have had to hear Dada via FaceTime? How different would it have been to have to seen those steps via yeah. FaceTime? How different would it have been? Um, yeah. And, but so many of us just accept it. I remember when the post office said, you're working Thanksgiving, you're working Christmas. And they didn't, like, tell you. <laughs> this is how shady they were. They didn't just, like, kind of tell you in advance so you could prepare. They would let me think. I'm going out of town, you know, with the family. I got everything planned, doing what I've done. And, man, they would just throw a note, a wrap, wrap it around your time card. At the end of the day, like, you were getting ready to hit off the clock, 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock, you know, that last day. And they, and they would just say, report at 4 a.m. or 5 a.m. So I couldn't even hit off the clock and say I didn't see it. But you know what? Every industry does that. I just, really? I, I'm, I'm listening to Martavis. He said this. He just said to me, he just said it. I was responsible for how many? Ten, Ten, states. Ten states. But because he didn't have a college degree, he wasn't eligible for a $40,000 raise. He was qualified to run 10 states for him, wow. but not qualified to get the raise to do the work. That he was already doing. That he was already doing. <laughs> and there, you're not the only one. There are several people out there that have accepted that. Yeah, if, if you're looking for a way out, this is it. We this is it. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, this yeah. is it. Drop your name and number. This is what we do. You can tell. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm excited. Look, we could talk for hours just because it's us, and we probably will. Uh, but here's what I like to do. I, I just want to give you gentlemen time to just kind of, uh, again, say something to that person that you know, is maybe thinking that that's good for, for Martavis Hillman. That's good for Alistair Edwards. You know, Mike Humes, mailman and millionaire. Yeah, that sounds good and all. You, you're an anomaly, right? That doesn't happen for everybody. I mean, obviously, we're surrounded by people who it's happened for and it's happening for uh, just based on, you know, w- what we do in the team that we've created. Um, and now we're seeing it in every industry. Like, yeah. it's never happened as fast as happened. So but what would you say to that person who is still lacking belief and thinking that it's not possible for them? Well, first of all, I could say to them, no matter what occupation you have, no matter what your situation is, I can show you someone in the exact same situation that has had success with us. When you look at our team right now, I mean, we have several examples of people from all backgrounds, all races, all religions that have plugged into the success formula and done it. And 
Uh, to that person that's thinking, not me, I just want you to really ask yourself, if not now, then when? If not now, then when? It, there's a decision that has to be made. And I'm just here to tell you that you're worth it. Your family's worth it. Like the people that you love and that count on you, they're worth it. They're worth having your time. See, I didn't say your money. I'm worth ha- they're worth having your time. And you're worth making the change to put yourself in position to earn the money that will give you the time to be there for them, to have the experiences that really make a difference in their life. I love it. I love it. Yeah, I would say you're listening to the right podcast. We won't quit, right? Um, understand that the we won't quit. Sometimes it's activity, right? Sometimes it's it's mental. Sometimes it's dreams. So don't quit on yourself, whatever that dream is, dust it off the shelf, get it back, right? Um, I put this in my affirmations this morning. Um, As long as I wake up, I have time to go after whatever dream I set, right? So as long as you are listening, you still have time, right? Uh, If you wasn't listening, then (laughs) you wouldn't have the time, but you're here. So don't quit on your dream. Don't quit on, on becoming better. Don't quit on learning more. Don't quit on becoming, uh, being a student. Like just don't quit because as long as you have breath, as long as you wake up in the morning, you literally have time. You have time to, to, to reach that goal, to hit that dream, to become the person that you want to become, even make the income that you want to make and have the time that you want to, that you want to have. So, um, you listening to the right podcast. We, We won't quit. So I'm asking that you don't quit. Can't stop. You won't. You can't. I would. I would just say this. Share this with somebody else. Yeah. Because that was key for me. That someone cared enough to me to share information that could benefit myself, my daughters, uh, and and you know help me to become the best version of myself. So share it with your kids. Share it with your parents. Right. Sometimes we assume uh, that you know we can't teach our parents anything. Right. You can. Right. They can, technology has changed. Things have changed. And, and so has, you know, just the, our thought process, our thinking has changed. And so share that, this information with them. Um, share with someone who you know is on the verge of quitting and just let them know that the only way they can fail is to quit. But it is impossible to stop a man or woman who will not quit. I appreciate these brothers for being here with me. As always, appreciate you all for tuning in. Take care. God bless. Look forward to seeing you next week.